0: Doctors and nurses and hospitals were totally dependent on nature. Like The only way to get medicines was to have a herbal garden and to grow your own medicines.
1: Fellow Homo sapiens. Now, okay, I know that gardening has been well marketed over the last few years, but it's not just a profit-making industry. It has been proven time and time again that nature, gardening, and just being around plants is of distinct benefit to human health. It can reduce stress, heart rate, reduce times even spent in hospitals as an inpatient, and much, much more. This is why it can also be of real benefit to people with an epilepsy and indeed any carers, family members and clinicians and researchers.
0: So my name is Elizabeth Doran. I'm the head of the Epilepsy Service in St. James's Hospital in Dublin and Ireland. And on the side, I really like gardening and improving access to nature in healthcare settings, especially in my own hospital in St. James's Hospital. Boom,
1: I'm completely with you when it comes to plants and stuff. So. Um, And I believe that's our topic of conversation today is like the benefits of plants and nature for people affected by the epilepsies. Yeah, or
0: in general, there's really very universal benefits that everyone can profit.
1: And it's almost like embracing our own inner animal, really. Well, we are all primates, right? And it's so natural for us too like um, plants when you plant, but I think it's so many of us seem to be almost or have, either have abandoned nature or feel uh, cut off from nature, which is of detriment to our overall health,
0: right? And I think the same is true for healthcare settings. Like for thousands of years, all. Um doctors and nurses and hospitals were totally dependent on nature like the only way to get medicines was to have a herbal garden and to grow your own medicines and one of the main treatments for a long time was to bring patients outside and um you know get them fresh air because there weren't any modern medicines and it's really only with the start of modern medicine and modern pharmacotherapy that there was this removal from nature and hospitals and that it really stopped playing a big role but it gets in our history and in our nature that that this connection and it's really unfortunately been very much forgotten in modern medicine and um but obviously the nature is all around us and it's very easy to or should be easy to access and um i think it's so beneficial to to be in nature and it's not all conscious a lot of it is unconscious like you wouldn't even know only if you pay attention to it, that, but there is a lot of um, research done on it and the benefits are very obvious. Like you can show that it reduces your heart rate, your blood pressure, your stress levels, even your EEG changes when you're in nature. There's research on that. so it's, it's That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's actually very impressive and there's, it's hard to find any negatives of, of having access to nature so it's, it's actually a very simple way of improving quality of life or improving health to have access to nature. And even a view of nature has been shown to be hugely beneficial to patients in hospitals. Like this, uh, Rogers showed that in the 1980s, that if, if patients were looking at a tree out of their hospital window, instead of a bare wall, they were discharged earlier from hospital. They complained less to nurses and they needed less pain medication. So it's, um you know, it's, it's, actually very simple way of helping everyone.
1: Gardening and all like fancy plants have been very well marketed uh, in general, let's um, uh, say online, on TV and stuff, and almost made out to be over fancy at times. But it needn't be so, right? It can be so, such a cheap almost treatment or thing used to improve quality of life for people. It's not all some sort of like fancy thing from the latest lardy da garden centre. No. It can be something down at the local park. It can be li- literally just because I'm thinking of people in cities. So I live in London and we are lucky we have got loads of parks and stuff as well. But I don't have a garden, but I've still got plants around me and I can get them really cheap in the shop li- near to me.
0: And, and even that taking care of a plant... You know, it's very um, beneficial and it gives you, you know, it's a good pastime and um, there's lots of health benefits. But like even having a picture of a tree in your eyes, you know, is shown to be beneficial. So it's it it really works on all levels. So and it's really something that can, especially with someone who has epilepsy, like we do know that um, patients who have epilepsy tend to exercise less and for a long time, Clinicians have kind of been very cautious and saying, oh, maybe it's not safe. But, you know, these types of exercise might not be safe if you could have a seizure during them. So and that kind of stigma probably causes patients with epilepsy to exercise less than the general population, which is really unhealthy because you know, we should really be encouraging exercise. And gardening is something that can be done very safely and it can be done close to your home and all around you. Like, you know, or even if you don't have access to a garden, even just to um, be conscious of, of the benefit of nature and saying, okay, I'll go for a walk in the park, you know, or I'll go for a walk. With my dog, but I'll go to a park not walking through the city, Do you know this or even saying, "Okay, I'll get a plant and I'll put it in my you know in my bedroom or put it in my kitchen and I'll look after it you know, yeah.
1: so. <laughs> this, can I just say just make a point right this I know this looks very strange, but I love it it's almost like a, a strange mutation. I always think of it as something, but this cost me i think the equivalent it was like 3 for, four i't know the basically about one pound fifty. And I've just looked after it, and it's just grown. And over the past three or four years, and it looks nuts, but it's like a little baby, and it just grows. And just, yeah, and you build up a relationship with it. So. I know people think it sounds strange, but actually, it makes complete sense thinking of us as the animals that we are. And if you just look back in like the history of us as the the animals, the primates we are, we used to be up in the trees, and the, now we're okay, largely at the bottom of the trees and the plants, but they show as you said you know in research studies distinct benefits of us to be around them and even if i think even if people say oh i'm rubbish at gardening and i just kill the plants or i've forgotten don't worry about it right
0: exactly and i think even that yeah kind of changing your mindset towards that and even saying there must be something that you can enjoy like say even if you don't like gardening maybe you know going for a walk in the park or and there's actually also studies that show even if you don't enjoy being in a nature setting, you still get the benefit of the, the health benefits, even if you don't enjoy it. So it's worthwhile doing it. And you can just say, do you know, I was planning to go to the gym, but I just can't bring myself to do it. But I'll go for a little walk in the park. Do you know, it's just a small thing, but it has a huge benefit and really anyone can do it. And even someone, say someone with disability or is in a wheelchair and they can't go out by themselves, you know, bringing them to a park or even opening the window and letting the fresh air in and hearing the bird song. like this you know there's so many small things that you can do to um, increase your access to nature and it's really it has so many mental health benefits and physical benefits that um, I think there's for anyone you could find some way to improve their access to nature and to make their life better and improve and it might even be a way of say reducing medications that they need to take because they're aggressive or because their diff- behavior is difficult to manage. And sometimes, maybe, something instead of giving them a tablet, say, you know, just bring them outside into the sunshine or, you know, let them sit under a tree. It might calm them down much more than any medication you can give. And I think we as healthcare professionals don't think about those options enough. It's always the easy thing to prescribe another medication. and But we should really be thinking more about social prescribing and encouraging our patients to, um, you know, use these benefits that are there all around them and to you know enjoy nature and bring more nature into their lives more gardening <laughs> if it benefits people with an epilepsy
1: it's going to benefit people without an epilepsy and even the yeah. clinicians themselves who can actually have really really stressful yep. lives as well it benefits anybody no matter their uh, health status if you like
0: yeah and i think that's really something why i think it's really important to promote Improving access to nature and hospitals because it's not just, it is for the patients. And like, say, even when you have to wait for your appointment, if you can walk through a park, that makes a huge difference. But if you're working in the hospital and you have a busy day and you can go out for your lunch break and have your, you know, lunch under a tree in the sunshine, you're going to be a much happier worker and you're going to provide better care to your patients. And it's the same if you have to visit someone in a hospital, you can bring them out for a walk in the park, it gives you that little bit of normality that. It's really not there when you're in hospital because it's a very artificial environment. So um, it might be expensive when you put in the garden around the hospital. It might be more expensive than another garden because you have to worry about, you know, accessibility and safety. But once it's there, it really pays back so quickly. And there's even um, I think there's more and more evidence. And then on the other hand, you know, with the climate crisis you know it's really something that increases biodiversity it gives shade to the building It improves air quality like it's really such a no-brainer <laughs> but um you know it's, i feel very strongly about trying to promote more access to nature around hospitals and in healthcare settings yeah and and also just going back to you said about um
1: it potentially being a type almost like a type uh, a prescription for people yeah like that like having nature rather than another drug to help You know, or, um, I mean, I would be really interested to have my heart rate, for instance, as would a lot of people um, have their heart rate sort of measured whilst they're around nature um, compared to when they're not. I imagine there have been studies done actually on that, haven't there, and people's heart rate, like, literally lowering.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and their blood pressure drops, their stress levels drop. Um, I think there's one study where they did um, functional MRI studies study before and after walk in a park compared to walking on the street for an hour and they could really show uh, Mark differences in, it, in terms of like the amygdala, who um, regulates anxiety and fear in the brain. That that was way less um, active after the walk in the park. So I mean, there's so much evidence, it's, and it's actually really it was there before all modern medicine. Like you know, it's it's actually such an it's just we've kind of forgotten about it with all our. But you know, we're coming to so many. I think we're increasingly coming to. Um, boundaries even with modern medicine like say for example antibiotics you know we've developed so many antibiotics we think we can you know treat all infectious diseases now it turns out there's so many resistances to modern antibiotics or you know we've all these amazing new therapies but they're hugely expensive and you know many people in the world won't be able to afford them and you know the the focus is always on that and trying to you know design more and develop more and we've kind of forgotten about the simple old things that are out there and they're deep within us like you said do you know that we've actually come from nature and for you know our brains are still wired you know to, that evolution doesn't happen that quickly so i think that's even though in our modern world nature might not be as prominent as it used to be even 100 years ago or even 50 years ago um you know our brains still crave it and our bodies still crave it and to listen to that and to spend more time in nature i think it's it's really something where you can for and not just for people with epilepsy for anyone even healthy people you know or people with other chronic conditions or you know it's it's just such a like there's so many studies that show even children who go to school if they can see a tree outside the window they they do better in school <laughs> like, that you know, just it's, sounds it's, so crazy but the fact that is that's true, and uh, like that's all I remember from my school is that lovely magnolia tree I was looking out at in seventh grade. <laughs> like my <life> in <laughs>
1: one my Some the other stuff, you know, but the lovely tree outside. <laughs> is there any particular papers you would recommend for anybody to look at um, to back up our claims that nature is so wonderful to be around?
0: Yes, so I think for um, kind of a professional view and all the overview of all over all the research. Of um, the health benefits of gardening and nature and um, Richard Thompson who's past president of um the RCP. Um, in the UK, has written a very nice review article called Gardening for Health, a Regular Dose of Gardening, which I think kind of covers everything. And is very uh, promoting very much to suggest gardening to all your patients and to your hospitals. So I think that's a nice one. And then for maybe more for non-professionals, there is a very nice book called The Healing Garden, a practical guide for physical and emotional Well-Being" by Sue Minters, who's the head gardener of the Eden Project. that's kind of nice if you want to start thinking about you know gardening and, and the healing effects of nature
1: thank you to elizabeth for sharing with us as a professional the cool ways in which nature can improve the health of people with and without an epilepsy how accessible it is how cheap it can be and indeed how it can be a great first choice for some people when it comes to improving quality of life